Pablo Spenafino, Thomas Pipolo, and Ryan Aquino. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday morning. We have a good episode for you today. However, we are missing one of the three paisans, Angelo Spenafino. When we recorded this episode on Thursday night, he had law class and he could not make it. All good, though. Me and Ryan recording an episode. But what is not all good is that I woke up this morning and GarageBand, Apple, Steve Jobs, decided to delete the beginning part of our recording. But you know what? There's only solutions, not problems. Remember that, folks. Solutions, not problems. And I'm just going to record the beginning, and we're going to get into what me and Ryan recorded, and it's going to be all good. We got a call from Tony Bacala to start. We got another call from Kevin from Strong Island. We're going to talk Antonio Brown, the never-ending saga that is. We're going to get our Week 2 NFL picks. Before I go into our Week 2 NFL picks against the spread, I'm going to read off the results from last week. Angelo is in first place. After picking games, he is 8-8 eight and eight from Week 1. Pretty good, 50%. I am in second at 7-9, and and, uh, Ryan just had a piss-poor week. I believe he was 5-9. Man, what a piss-poor week for Ryan. Right, and as of now, the season ended today. Ryan is jumping into the frigid, frigid Long Island Sound in January. But that being said, we're going to get into the call from Tony. From Brooklyn about the Mets. Here it is. This is Tony Bacala from Brooklyn making a statement that the Astros, the Yankees, or the Dodgers are probably one of the three teams that are going to win the World Series. However, there is a sleeper in the pack, and that is the New York Mets. They are somehow, some way, with their starting pitching and their core young players. They are going to sneak in, and when you get into a short series with the ground and Syndergaard and Wheeler and Stroman, you're in trouble because that staff is going to pin you down, and Pete Alonso or Conforto or somebody is going to hit the big bopper, and the Mets are going to win the ball of wax. Well, first off, Tom, Tony, thanks for the call. I mean... To say that the Dodgers, Yankees, and Astros are going to be in the World Series is not the most earth-shattering take I've ever heard in my life. That's like saying tomorrow I'm going to wake up and the sky is blue. However, the Mets are hot. The Mets just got off sweeping a four-game series of the Diamondbacks who were in front of them heading into the series. I think the Mets are currently two games back. Look, they got a shot. Their bullpen still hasn't gotten better. Their offense is clicking right now. Their starting pitching has been a little better. But the key here is that the bullpen is not has not gotten better. It just hasn't gotten better. However, I've always said this. If the Mets make the playoffs, who wants to play them? Nobody wants to play them. They have a staff that can beat you in a five-game series. They have a staff that can beat you in a seven-game series. Starting pitching is what... It's all about in the playoffs. And they have that. So, I don't know. You, If they sneak in the playoffs, I do agree, Tony. I think that they can make a run. I really do. 
Next, we got a call from my guy in Strong Island. Kevin, take it away. What's up, guys? This is Kevin. Just want to talk Bills-Giants matchup week two. I think the Bills are a much better team. I think the Giants' defense is, is really in shambles right now, especially in that secondary. I think Josh Allen's going to be ripping them up all day long. A little interesting tidbit, a little extra fire for this Giants game is that Pat Shermer, when Josh Allen was coming out of college, was asked, what do you think of the guy? He said, I think he could be a starter in the NFL. Not really high praise for a top 10 pick. They asked him the same question this week, and he had the exact same answer. Could end up being a starter. Well, he's already a starter. And the Bills took that quote and hung it up on all the TVs in the locker room. So now all this team is looking at is what Pat Shermer said about their quarterback. They are going to destroy the Giants. Um, I'm sure Pip and I are going to have different opinions on this one. But I agree with Kevin. Um, maybe everything outside of the Josh Allen's going to tear them up. I don't see him throwing for like 300 yards or anything like that. But the Giants defense looked atrocious last week. And you give a solid team in the Bills any motivation to come out firing on Sunday. And especially because they also just played at MetLife last week. They're used to the stadium. They're used to everything like that. I think the Bills are definitely going to win this game. And I'm a Giants fan. I just think there's no shot. What is, Pat, what, what is Pat Shermer doing? What is he thinking? I know. They need all the help. that The defense needs all the help that they can get. And having a motivated Josh Allen, having a motivated Bills offense, does not bode well for the G-Men. I see Pat Shermer as an interim coach for them being awful. I can't see... Like, best case scenario, say two years from now... Or even one year from now, that's best case scenario. The Giants are a very good football team. They have a good defense. Uh, Daniel Jones is a stud. This is best case scenario. I don't see Pat Shermer being that great coach that's going to get them to the next level. I think he's the coach that's going to be there while they're really bad. And that's the same thing as McAdoo. Yeah, something about him rubs me the wrong way. I don't know what it is. He rubs me the wrong way. His play calling has not impressed me whatsoever so far. I mean, the only thing that is going to save this guy is if he... Produces Dan, makes Daniel Jones into a stud. Like that's that's it. It's it's interesting it, because the NFL has always done the whole take the defensive coordinator and the offensive coordinator and make him a head coach. Now they're going one step further and they're making Pat Shermer a head coach when all he was was a quarterbacks coach. It's because he got Case Keenum to. It's the because AFC he got Ka- Case Keenum to the NFC Championship. NFC. But I mean, it's not like that can win you a football game for your whole team. Like, the Agreed. Giants' defense is atrocious, and it's because I don't think Pat Shermer has any fucking idea what he's doing on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, though, his play calling is shit. It's awful. We I talked don't, about I it just, in the last episode. We, but we you know, you have the, very clear about this, that you have to give Saquon the ball 30 you're the best play, One of the best... Okay, I, he might be the best player in the league. You've got to give him the ball... What, th- you think 30 times? 20? I think 30 At times least, minimum in the game. Minimum 23 to 28 times. Now, I don't think that's the best thing for his career, and I don't think it's necessarily the smartest <laughs> thing to do, given that you're trying to have him, you know... In the future with the Giants. Exactly. Down the road. Okay, but so what about... It's just not It's not smart play calling, that's for sure. Minimum 20. Yes. Minimum 20. So you want to get into uh, week two picks? Let's get to our week two picks, okay? Um... I like to do it on the spot, guys. I'm not really a big planner ahead. I like to talk through it. Same here. Oh, shoot. So, Angelo, right before we got on the road, sent me his picks, so we will be able to go through them as well. Um, First game, we got Bucks at Panthers. This is actually happening tonight. 
Um, we got minus six and a half, half Panthers. Um, Angelo has plus, plus six and a half bucks. Um, I'm going to side with him and go Bucks. I'm going Bucks as well. I think Jameis Winston bounce back, bounces back. I think Mike Evans has a big game after being out with the flu. The Panthers actually kind of look decent against the Rams. If Cam Newton stays healthy, they're going to have a good year. That defense, I think, has eight first-round draft picks. So they're they're looking pretty good, but can Cam Newton stay healthy? Even if he does, this game, I think Jameis Winston, Bruce Arians, they bounce back. Give me the Bucks. Actually, you know what? I'm changing my pick last minute. I'm going Panthers. Love it. I'm going Panthers. I, I think since they played so well against the Rams, I just think there's a good chance that they come out firing <laughs> And James looked awful last week, so there's nothing really that's in support of that side. Um, then we have Bills minus two at Giants. Um, I'm going to take the Bills minus two, and so is Angelo. <laughs> I'm staying as unbiased as possible. See, this is what this is what I try and do. I stay. Didn't un- work last week. No, I'm not trying. And yeah, I thought from an actual football standpoint that it would be a close game. Boy, was I wrong because the Giants' defense was awful. But I try and stay unbiased, and I think the Bills are going to wash the Giants. Just got an update on my phone. Otani to have surgery. Angelo Spedafino is not the only one with a bad patella. Shohei Otani is going to be out 8 to 12 weeks. Breaking news. Yeah. Bipartite patella in his left. I mean, it's not like the fucking Angels are making playoffs anyways. He's going to be on the couch regardless. Anyways, back to the picks. Who you got Bills at Giants? Give me the Giants. He's got Giants plus two. Lock it in for Pip. Um, next game, we got Cardinals at Ravens. Uh, it is minus 13 and a half Ravens. Give me the... I, lock, um, of the lock of the week, Cardinals. I'm, I'm taking Cardinals as well. I'm going uh, plus 13 and a half Cardinals. Angelo's going minus 13 and a half Ravens. There's no way. The Ravens, yes, they're a good team. They're, they're overhyped from... The first week they played a college team in the first. They played a college week. And the Miami team. Dolphins. They're awful. They're not. They're not that. The Ravens are good, but they're not that good. I mean, we'll see. I'd have to agree. Kyler Murray, he's gonna have a good week too. He's he's got to get some experience. I agree with you. Um, Wait, Angelo went. Angelo went Ravens. Oh wow. So then we got 49ers at Bengals. We got minus one and a half Bengals. Who you got? Minus one. What was it? 49ers at Bengals minus one and a half Bengals. I'm going with the 49ers plus one and a half. Angelo is going with the 49ers as well. I just think, I, I don't know, I think, uh, what do you call it? Andy Dalton's going to have a decent year. That offense actually looked pretty formidable. Their John Ross game, popped Passing off. game looked great. Joe Mixon is hurt. Sunday. Joe Mixon is hurt, which is... Yeah, but then they brought in Giovanni Bernard. He was fine for the passing game as well. Um, True. Joe Flacco okay. just... Uh, not Joe Flacco. <laughs> Andy Dalton just looks he lo- solid. He, he does. does. He looks solid. He does. Um, the redhead. Next, lock this in as your trap of the week. I don't know how this spread is what it is, but we have the Chargers at Lions, and I'm assuming most of you people are saying now, oh, it's probably seven, minus seven Chargers, minus six and a half, something in that nature. Minus two and a half Chargers. I just don't. I don't get what they know. Like, what do you know, Vegas? That's, that's, is it Hunter Henry just getting hurt and being out four to six weeks? Is that it? Is that what makes the difference for what should be around at least four or five points in the difference of your spread? I don't understand, but I'm going to buy into what you're saying because I think you guys are wizards over there in Vegas. I'm going to take the Lions plus two and a half. Oh, man. 
Angelo has minus two and a half Chargers. Give me, give me the Chargers minus two and okay. a half as well. Then we got Vikings at Packers. Packers minus two and a half. Packers minus two and a half. Packers minus two and a half. No shot. Give me Vikings the Vikings. at Packers. Packers minus two and a Give half. Give me the Vikings. I'm going to take the Packers. Oof. I'm taking the Packers. I, I'm high on the one. Packers this year, but I thought they would be I thought they would be underdogs, honestly, against the Vikings. The Vikings looked really they good. They were at one. home last week, though. Yeah, but the Vikings looked really good week one. Okay. Who does Angelo have? Angelo has the Vikings as well. Vikings. Huh. Now we got... Jaguars at Texans minus eight and a half Texans. Who you got? Give me the Jags. I'm gonna agree with you. Menshaw actually looks kind of decent. He looked fine, and I think that. So the the Jaguars gave up 40 points last week to the Chiefs. I think that's a little bit staggered just because of how ridiculous the Chiefs' offense is. Agreed. And I know the Texans have a good offense too, but the defensive front for the Jaguars should be enough to really disrupt that awful offensive line for the Texans. So give me the Jags plus eight and a half. Um, I know that Angelo has Texans minus eight and a half, so we, he disagrees. We, I want to talk about something real quick before we move on to the next game. Do you think? Do you think the Jacksonville Jaguars should trade for a quarterback? No, a veteran quarterback. No, why not? One because. Um, Gardner gave you as much as he could have possibly given you in that time that he was in against the Chiefs. He played very well. And Gardner? Yeah, that's his name. Gardner Minshew. Oh, Minshew. <laughs> yeah. So look at all the stories like Drew Bledsoe getting hurt, Tom Brady going in as a sixth-round pick <laughs> out of Michigan. Look at Tony Romo going in out of nowhere, having a great career. All these, all these guys. What about, just give them a shot and see what you got. It's week two. It's not they, like what it's about week if they're five hundred after, say, six games? If they're three and three, six games in, and Minshew's played bad and their defense has played good, then that's a different story. Okay, I, agree, I would trade I for a quarterback then, but I'd give them, you. You may have a great quarterback. Who knows? Yeah, you don't know. You you don't know. They have a good defense, so you could get away with it for a couple weeks. I don't know, but it's pretty interesting. They made it to the AFC Championship with Blake Bortles. I, I'm just true. saying, this looks like it's it still is an upgrade from that. My guy Eli Manning would look good in a Jags uniform. I would love oh, to see God. him win another ring with I, Tom I disagree with you. I would throw up if I saw Eli Manning in another uniform. I would love it because he would win a Super Bowl with them. No, he Oh, my God. I no, he wouldn't. I would be flying high off the Eli Manning. Jesus Christ. Waving would my you get Eli a Manning jersey? Flag. I would get a Jaguars <laughs> jersey first day he's traded there. First day. This is fun. You can't make this shit maybe up. Teddy he Bri- actually thinks maybe this. Maybe Teddy Bridgewater to the Jags. Oh, my God. I hate both those guys. Well, I don't hate Eli. It's just now I don't think watch there's out, any Watch out for that later in the season. Watch out for that later in the season. Anyways, next game. This is a, this is a doozy of a game. Really going to be an awful one to watch. We got Patriots at Dolphins minus 19 Patriots. I'm going Dolphins. And 20 An- points. So Angelo's going Patriots and I'm going to have to agree with him on this one. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the fans. I the think Patriots th- never play good against the Dolphins. I. They just looked so bad on so many different sides of the ball. Horrible. And A B's come. I don't know. I don't know. It's I'm just one the of Patriots. those. It's one of those things. 
It's my of, heart is telling me to go with the Dolphins, but my, my mind's telling me to go with the Patriots. It's one of those things, though, where everybody's so high on... Yes, the Patriots are one of the best teams. It's the best team in the NFL versus the worst team in the NFL. I know, but it's one of those things where like everybody's like on the Patriots. It's only bound to happen. That, okay, but how many points the, are you going to give them, At least though? they cover the spread. How many points are you going to give two them? Two touchdowns. Though? Say it's two touchdowns. 14. They still cover. So that's 35. You think they... Like, all right, so so how many points do you think the, the Patriots are going to score in this game? <laughs> how many points? Like oh, a, a, an eight-point window. 40 to 48 points, something like that. 30 to 38 yeah. points, something like that. What do you want? Can the Jaguar, can the Jaguar, can the Dolphins get up to 30, 30 points? No. The, the Steelers just scored three points against them, and they're a good offense. Hey, I'm sticking with it. I just got a gut okay. feeling. Either way. On to the next game. We got Seahawks at Steelers. This is going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. We got minus three and a half Steelers. Give me the Hawks. Give me the Hawks. You got the Seahawks? Russell Wilson. I'm going Seahawks as well. Um, I don't understand how you couldn't take them uh, unless you were a Steelers fan, which is what Angelo is, and he's taking the Steelers. This is a big week for the Steelers. I'm just saying, like, once again... Angelo can't say we're biased anymore. So, I mean, like, yeah, I know. he really can't. Like, dude, they looked fucking atrocious they, they honestly, week we can, one. We don't have Angelo here to argue back, but I think it's a good thing. They looked, they looked worse than the Giants, honestly. They did. The Giants like, If you're comparing the, Cow- the two best teams right now, who would you say? The Cowboys and the Patriots? The two best teams in the, the NFL, NFL based on week one, uh, I would say it's, it's Patriots at one and Chiefs at two. Just because okay. they scored 40 points. Cowboys really are top defense. three, top four. I would put Cowboys okay, at probably so three or four. Yeah. If you compare like the, the Giants and Steelers, they both played two of the top five teams in the NFL. Yes. I'd say the Steelers looked worse. I, I would have to agree with you. Um, On both sides of the ball. I think Angelo's only going with the Steelers because he's a Steelers fan. I think his logic would point to the direction of the Seahawks, but I guess we'll see on Sunday. Um, next game we have is Colts at Titans. Titans minus three. I do not want to watch this game. That's for sure. I don't know. You go for it. I don't know what I'm thinking with this game. Angelo's going with the Titans minus three. It's just one of those. I feel like the Titans are going to have a letdown. Is it? Is it at the Titans? Give me the Colts plus three. It's at the Titans. It's in Tennessee. I don't know. The Titans played played pretty good on the road. Yeah, but home coming home. Give me the Titans. Okay. I'm still not convinced by the Browns' defense. I think they just ran it up when the Browns' defense uh, was playing atrocious. I fucking hate the Browns. I was so happy. I, For those of you listening, if any of you are Browns fans, I am so sorry because I don't mean this to like bury you guys when you're already six feet under. I don't mean to love the Browns losing because of the pain you've already suffered. It's just because the amount of hype that was put on a team who didn't do anything yet. And... OBJ running his mouth, wearing watches, and then saying the NFL is out to get him. First yeah, of all, wh- let's talk about that for a second. He's saying that the NFL is out to get him, and that it's, it's only because it's else. him. It's always because it's him, and it's always something else. And it's like you broke a fucking rule. It's like a rule. What you, it's it's a you broke a rule. The rule is that you're not allowed to wear hard objects on your body. They allow you to wear jewelry around your neck, but they don't allow you to wear anything hard on your arms. So you're breaking a rule, and you're bitching that they're out to get you. The NFL could argue it's always you because you're always fucking doing something else that's a <laughs> pain a du- in the he's ass. A dumbass. He's it's a ridiculous. Not to mention, so like a beloved player like ten years ago, Brian Urlacher, 
He was once fined a hundred thousand dollars for wearing a hat in media day, like in in, in an interview and stuff like that, post game interview. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, he, like he thinks that it's just because it's him. It's like, no, you're a fucking asshole, and that's why it's just because it's you. Because you're the only cocksucker who would wear a fucking watch like that. I don't have any words because I could not have put it any better. It's ridiculous. Fuck the Browns and fuck Odell Beckham Jr. And it was such a different story last year. I just liked Baker when he didn't say anything and he was a rookie. But it's different now. And that's the world we live in. <laughs> Anyways, um, so... I don't know if I announced it, but Angelo said Titans on that game. The next game is Cowboys minus five at Redskins. This also seems like a trap. It does. It does. The the Redskins played very well last week against another division rival in the Eagles. They were winning most of the game, then they blew it late, and they still kept it under a one-possession game. What was the final score? <clears throat> they won. They won by four. The final score of the Redskins. No, it was five. It was five. Uh, the Eagles won thirty-two to twenty-seven. Hey man, I I think the Eagles' offense is very solid. I think they're comparable to the Cowboys' offense and firepower. Give me the Redskins. I think that the Redskins' defense is better than than the Giants' defense. So I think half the half the points that the Cowboys scored were wide open blown coverages. Give me the Redskins. Okay. Although guy, I respect my guy Landon Collins is going to come through. Although I respect how well the Redskins played in last week, I think it's disrespectful to give the Cowboys such a low spread due to we were just talking they're a top three, top four team in the NFL right now. So they got another division rival. They don't like the Redskins whatsoever. I think they're going to come out firing and they're going to destroy them. I'm taking the Cowboys like Angelo minus five. Game after that, we are going in the 4 o'clock games. We got Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs minus 8. Give me the Raiders. The Raiders looked good. I, I really liked how they looked. Derek Carr looked good despite Antonio Brown not being there. Darren Waller balled out. He did. Although, Jonathan Abrams is out for the year uh, with a labrum injury. It's tough to see a rookie go down in his first game. And he's out for the year. That's a tough end. Kind of saw it coming, though. The guy's a wrecking ball. No no feel for his body. Honestly, he was just throwing his head into every play. He looked like Brian Dawkins out there. He looked yeah. like a guy that the coach is going to have to rein in. Only a matter um, of time before he got hurt, honestly. Definitely. Um, I'm going to take the over in this game for whatever it is between the Chiefs and the, and the Raiders. But um, if we're going to have to choose between which team on the spread, I'm going to take minus eight Chiefs as well as Angelo. Yeah, I'm going Raiders. Then we have... Another serious trap game. Bears at Broncos. Bears minus two and a half. I just, outside of anyone living in Denver, this game is gonna have a whole lot of who would bet on no the offense. Who would bet on the Broncos though? I just don't get it. I don't understand. Like the Bears are gonna bounce back. I yeah. Everyone's taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. I'm falling into the trap. So is Pip. So is Angelo. Luck and the Bears people. Then we have Saints at Rams. The game of the week. This is gonna be awesome. I don't even give a shit about betting on this game. Taking the spread. I don't care. This game's gonna be awesome. Just prime time football. Um, the Rams are favored minus three. I'm gonna go with plus three Saints. And so is Angelo. Give me three. Yeah, give me three points with the Saints at home. Yes. Um. So we disagree with Angelo on that one. Then the Sunday night Saint, football hey, game. Angelo's going Rams. Angelo's going minus three Rams. Oh wow. Then we got Eagles at Falcons minus one and a half Eagles. Um, this is tough. 
Give me this, the, give me the Falcons. <laughs> the Falcons were my Super Bowl pick prior to the year. I'm riding the Falcons till they absolutely just get shot out of the sky. This no is pun such intended. a coin flip. This game. This Falcons. Be such a good Falcons game. are no. I was gonna say Falcon is a better bird than an eagle, but then I'd just be un-American. Yeah, I would tell you to get out and sign <laughs> in my place. But give me the Falcons. Matt Ryan's gonna bounce back. Falcons are gonna bounce back. I fucking hate the Eagles. We all know that. Fuck that color. Fuck. Fuck the birds. I'm going Eagles. Fuck Philly fans. Shout I'm out going Andy Eagles. Smith. Angelo's going Falcons as well. Um, and that's that. Then our Monday night football game between... You're on Eagles? Yes. The Monday night game is between the Browns and the Jets. It's in. It's at MetLife. Um, Big news. Sam Darnold is out from making out with, with too many people in the locker room getting mononucleosis. And... For all we know, it could have been Brandon, Brandon, not Brandon Marshall. Could have been from that night that Ryan Morningstar was out with him in, in New York for City. For sure, for we sure. We will have Ryan Morningstar, or maybe we'll have him call in and tell that story. It's possible. But yeah. um, it could have been Demarius Thomas who, got, who gave it to him. It's possible. Maybe the Patriots decided, hey, this guy's got motto. Send him to the, the oh, division shit. rival. Because Demarius Thomas just got I'm traded from the pa- Patriots to the Jets. So wow. who knows? Who knows? That would be a bell check. And then we got Trevor Simeon starting for the Jets. And Trevor Simeon's with the Jets? Yeah, I actually like Je- Trevor Simeon. T- one of the funniest <laughs> takes I've ever heard in my entire life is that Michael Vick a couple of years ago said that Trevor Simeon was a top three talent at quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> I just don't understand where it came from. Like, he was so bad with the Broncos. I just don't... like. It was his rookie year, and he liked what he saw from him so far, but Jesus, that was awful. Give me the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So your your hate for the Jets, no, your hate for the Browns trumps your hate for yes. the Jets? Really? Yes. and I like Trevor Simeon. Okay. Give me the Browns on this game. I think this is pretty straightforward. I think the Browns are really pissed It's never off. straightforward. I, yeah, but the Jets are without their quarterback. Le'Veon Bell's going under an MRI today to see about his shoulder. They said it's probably just being on the super cautious side of things, but I'm sure he's not comfortable right now, and that's why they're looking at it in the first place. Um, you know, if any team has their starting quarterback out, it's not a good sign, and I think the Browns are just really pissed off about how week one went, so I'm going to have to go with the Browns on this one, and Angelo went with the Browns as well. So to end this episode, we're going to talk about the never-ending saga that is Antonio Brown. And this is something that's completely different from anything we've talked about before. Usually it's just normal chicanery, his helmet being fucked up and not, him not liking the new rules on the change of the helmets, um, him supposedly calling Mike Mayock a cracker and stuff like that, all those you know shenanigans. I'm that... I could use a cracker right now. So. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and then, you know, this is completely different. This is... Serious shit. A civil suit about damages uh, for rape allegations from his former trainer, Brittany Taylor, that he went to Central Michigan with. And this one's pretty simple to me. Um, I don't believe that we're going to see serious justice in this because I think no one's going to go to jail. And I think that if he's if she's telling the truth and he actually forced himself upon her and raped her, then he deserves to go to jail for a very, very long time. Agreed. And if it's the other way around, and she's fabricating the truth and trying to get money out of this from Antonio Brown being at his most vulnerable, everyone thinking him him being more of a jackass now, more so than ever, and her trying to take advantage of it, 
then she go- deserves to go to jail for a very long time. The same, and, both and I don't think that we're going to see either of those things happen. Yeah. One of these people is lying. And I can't stand the fact that it's probably just going to be a shove it to the side, they're both okay, no one's going to jail thing, when one of them deserves to. This is serious shit that you don't fuck around with. This is what sucks, though, is that there's no... I mean, there's there's no hard... I mean, is there any... You think there's any... Well, there's evidence. There's, I mean, I, I haven't seen side. any evidence yet. I'm, sure, I've been told that there is going to be nothing but evidence spewing in the later weeks. They said there's not even close to as much information released already as there is to release on her side. On her side, but as on his side as well, because there's supposedly women telling him he know they know Brittany Taylor and that she's done this just to go. She's doing this just to go out and get money from him. So we'll see this come to fruition later, but again, I just don't think this scenario should end with neither party going to jail. Can the league suspend him in the meantime? No, right? What the the talks are that he might be put on the commissioner's exempt list, okay. meaning he gets paid, but he's not allowed to play. And I don't think that will happen this week because... You can't just put someone on a, just an exempt list said, because yeah. of allegations. Agreed. There's got to be some... At that point, you could just say, "Oh, Tom Brady killed someone," and then he's told. Then Agreed. he's told he can't play. Just We're not because someone saying said that it. the allegations aren't serious. Exactly. But without looking into it at all, without interviewing her, without you have having to have any, some, exactly, some sort of evidence. you have to have evidence in order to make someone not do their job. And even though he would be getting paid for it anyways, I'm sure the Patriots or and or Antonio Brown will be very upset if he doesn't get to play this week. So we'll see this whole thing play out. Um, once again, I think it should be very polar with how it should end. I think either she should go to jail or he should go to jail, def- depending on what the actual circumstances are and the actual evidence. But uh, we shall see in the meantime. We um, shall see. Again, we told you this is going to be a short episode because we don't have... Our concierge, our number three, not necessarily number three. He's actually probably the two or one in this one. (laughs) The Paisan, the third Paisan. We all know know who the numero uno Paisan is. Oh, God. Uh, Don't get me started. But anyways, we're glad that we got to introduce Crazy Uncle Tony, and we got to introduce Kevin Wilson. This is the second call from Uncle Tony. Is it? Yeah, he talked about the Giants the last week. Oh, he week, did. He uh, did. Uh, that's the same guy? I same guy. Okay. okay. Tony's going to be a so he's a calling. So he's a Giants and a Mets fan. Giants, Mets, I don't Rangers, get that. Knicks. He's one I of the odds. I don't I think you got to be you got to be Giants, Yankees, Jets, Mets. Agreed. Agreed. 100% it's, agreed. Part of the reason is because the Jets played at Shea Stadium for a long time. So that's a reason in its own why you know Jets fans are Mets fans more often than not. Well, but also it's a personality thing. The, the Giants have four Super Bowls. The Jets have one. The Yankees have twenty-seven World Series. The Mets have two. It's a personality thing. It's like I mean, he—he's going to be a weekly calling about the Giants. I mean, if the Mets make the playoffs, holy cow, are we going to hear it? But the Giants—he goes back to watching Y.A. Tittle throw the ball. So <laughs> there's going to be some funny moments. Right, we appreciate the call from Kevin from Strong Island. That's my nickname for him. So for our next episode, uh, we will be back with Fantasy Drafts. Um, oh, we yes. haven't even decided what Fantasy Draft we're going to do. If you have a subject you'd yes, like to hear yes, us do yes. a Fantasy Draft on, you can send that our way. And also something very exciting is today we're recording on a Thursday, and this is the last day that submissions can be made for possibly getting one of the prizes that we're putting out there. This is exciting stuff. We're talking Apple AirPods. We're talking any jersey you want. Uh, 
a gift card to a concert or any kind of game or anything like that. Uh, Fieldside Mets tickets, um, maiden brand apparel, and more. And it's very exciting. And you could possibly win it just by putting up a story about our last, our most recent Instagram post. And subscribing and rating. Exactly. And tell your friends, man. We need word of mouth to spread. We've gotten great feedback so far. We've even had negative reviews. And that's a big. That's how you. We know love you it. Mean. We love it. Just, just give us feedback. Tell us where we suck. Tell us where we fuck. I don't care. <laughs> And we're just we're just having fun with it. So until next time, this is the locker room talk. Take care. Adios. Bye.